Welcome to the Dusty Smith Show. How the fuck's everybody doing? For those of you just joining me for the first time, this is the greatest news comedy show in the history of the world. It's sort of like the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, except for funny. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How's everybody doing tonight? Hope you're good out there. As always, have a decent show for you guys tonight. Have a big, big, big Beyond Parody section. Almost everything belongs in the Beyond Parody categories, so uh, no exception tonight. I did go bail out today. Good on you, the one stuff. Glad to see you're still alive. Appreciate you living so you can join me tonight. Everybody's still alive. Take one step forward. <laughs> Not so fast, Meatloaf. Oh, oh, too soon. Too soon. Dusty, Dusty, hell yeah. I love you guys as much as you love me. Big bong. See what the pores are saying in the chat. It's not new, guys. The song's not new. This is uh, Killer from an 80s movie, an original tune by Dusty Smith. It's like uh, one of the five songs I made when I was drunk one night. I need to make more music, but I am lazy and horrible, and I should be ashamed of myself. You ain't no Trevor Noah. I know, right? I'm way better than fucking Trevor Noah. Don't get fucking twisted. Sorry, Trevor Noah, not very funny. I like uh, I like the Daily Show. I like the, what they do, but I don't know. The dude's not very funny in my opinion, but whatever. It's all good. Um, hit the like button, everybody. That's the least you can do. Help me out. Support the show. If you can't support me financially, hit the like button. Engagement is all YouTube cares about, so uh, do me that favor. HBO, help my brother out. What about Louis Anderson? We got to talk about Louis. I like Louis Anderson. Louis, a good guy. Commie Potato. Commie Potato's dead. We made french fries out of him. Fuck my life. Folks, if you love my show, and you oughta, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com for slash podcast. Hey, you know how all the other patrons, they like hide how much money they're making? You know why they hide how much money they're making? It's because they don't want you to know how much money they're making. Yeah, but I'm honest. So uh, you should reward me for my honesty and uh, chip in a dollar to a month, whatever you could afford. It goes to a good cause. A lot of the money. Not all of it. Not all of it. Some of it I uh, spend on drugs. Ha <laughs> ha. No, I wouldn't do that. Uh, but most of it goes to the dogs and cats. So uh, if you like the show, please support it. Chip in. We only make money from you guys supporting us on Patreon and the Super Chats. So help me out if you're able to. And also, Super Chats. The life part of the show is the Super Chats. I read every Super Chat. You can immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever. Amen. And the Super Chats. A million years from now. People are going to be watching this video. Everybody on Earth is going to be forced to watch these videos a million years from now. It's going to be law. Dusty law. Have to watch the videos. And so they're going to read your comments and you live forever. So and the more you donate, the more you live forever. So immortalize yourself hugely, bigly in the Super Chats. And DC Days says, hey, Dusty. Hey, DC Days. Thanks for the show tonight. And get the kitties a snack for me. I will. Thank you. The kitties are not here tonight. No kitty party tonight. We are going to blaze through the show tonight because uh, I have uh, something to do. But that's good for you guys. It means it's an even more fast-paced show than usual, if that's fucking possible. Drugs make music. I know, right? Give me a box of wine going. I'll crank some fucking music out. Don't even worry about that. All right, let's go ahead and kick the show off. First off, I want to send a uh, deeply, deeply heartfelt thank you to... um, Glenn Houston! Glenn Houston, hero of the show, Glenn Houston, uh, gave me a uh, decent-sized donation through my PayPal. There's a link in the description of the video to my PayPal. If you guys want to donate through PayPal, that's a great way to do it because uh, YouTube takes a lot of the money. They take like a third of my fucking money when you guys do that. I'm not saying don't super chat, but uh, also uh, PayPal. Direct PayPal payments are a great way to do it. So thank you, Glenn Houston. Hero, Glenn Houston. Appreciate it. Um, so got to start the show with a little care. And I usually say that for the end of the show. But tonight, we're going to mix it up, reverse it, flip it, smack it, stick it on the wall. 
and do a little Karen section. You know why? Because, bitch, you're caring too much. And tonight on the Karen Cavalcade, we're going to start it right off with, uh, I'm sure you guys must have saw this one, but if you didn't see this one, oh, what the fuck? God damn it, they're going nuts. Apparently, uh, in Virginia, they're going to mandate masks for children. And so this woman stood up there and basically threatened to murder everybody at the school. Sure, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you, in the era of school shootings, of school violence, of the horrors, of the school shooting terrorism, why wouldn't a parent get up there in front of everybody and say she's going to bring all her guns to school? Super cool. Let's have a look here. Larray, um, first I want to say that I typically come to these me meetings uh, with a written statement. I like to sound educated, and when I go off the cuff, I get really passionate. And um, I'm not always able to say exactly what I want to say in the appropriate way. Uh -huh. um, the last time I was here, I did come with a prepared statement. And um, I did go over my three minutes. Uh, there were several people here, uh, Breeden and Painter, who um, had a fit, cut the microphone off. And what the general public doesn't know is that sweet Mr. Cave came up and keyed the microphone, um, requesting backup for arrest because I continued to speak past uh, my time allotment. Um, working in the dental field, if somebody has a p problem, I don't just cut them off at 15 minutes and say, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't get that a problem addressed, but if you make another appointment, we'll see you again in a couple weeks. Okay? So I think um, what I've asked for before is transparency. I'm not sure why it is that you can't give me um, the time with a prepared statement, so I'm not rambling on and wasting your time. Um, but I decided to come without that prepared statement Good. today. You should have prepared. Um, interestingly enough, we went along with the... Um, the last governor's uh, mandate, um, the executive order seemed to be awesome, just applauded by everyone here on the board, and that is the path that we took. Obviously, people got riled up uh, because Northam um, did, pardon? Oh, okay. Uh, because Northam um, refused to acknowledge parents' rights. Hello. Uh, and uh, maybe something to do with the Loudoun County rape that was covered up because they were concerned, you know, they were not concerned about boys using the girls' bathroom. Um, however, I, I still fight for transparency. Uh, I still think that you need to honor the wishes of parents and as I emailed on Tuesday, um, we need to think as, as a collective county, we don't need to worry about what Richmond has to say. Um, and, and there's a lot of science. There's a lot of good science. You know, the mask protects the person that's wearing it. That's three minutes. Mm -hmm. 
All right. No mask mandates. My child, my children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on. All right. That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready to, I, I will call every. That's three minutes. You've gone past your time. It's a policy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll see y'all on Monday. Okay, well, that's a threat. Yeah. Hey, I'll bring every gun I have loaded. If you try to make my kids wear a mask, I'll see you Monday. Incredible, incredible direct fucking threat. So, of course, uh, she says, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I was taken out of context. How the fuck was you taken out of context? You said you was going to bring every gun you had if they made your kids wear a mask. You was taken in context. You're threatening. You're a fucking terrorist. God damn it, Karen. Might want to not threaten school boards with school shootings. Just saying. Dipshit. And next up, this is how every one of these anti-maskers should be treated. Karen finally gets her comeuppance. People are tired of your bullshit. Do this to them. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Give me my keys. Get out. Give me my jerk. Get the fuck out of here. Get 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 out out. Get out of here. The fuck out. Everybody hates you. Get the fuck out, plague rats. You don't have any rights to get the rest of us sick with your goddamn horrible diseases. Plus, you're just uh, a shitty humans that we don't want to be around on top of that, you know. So, good hero status for that giant, beautiful Amazonian woman dragging the Karen out. And, uh, did you guys see this one? Uh, spoiler alert they got fired. You about to lose your job. Apparently this happened on the in Long Island. Identified as Kristen Digsara. I don't know how you pronounce that. And boyfriend, uh, Justin Likerman. I don't like her man or, or her. Either one. Let's watch. Look straight. Look straight right now. Look straight. Oh, look straight. Look straight. Look straight. Look straight. I'm gonna get arrested tonight right now. Look straight. Don't look at me. Don't fucking look at me. I'm gonna get arrested tonight. Don't fucking look at me. 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 Okay. Look straight. Sorry to think you might be a little racist. These fucking foreigners. I mean, I don't know anything about you. You might be more American than me. You might have lived here your whole life. But you're not white, so you're a fucking foreigner. They take it our job. So, uh, yeah, they got raced in. Okay, they got uh, uh, fired. Racist couple who harassed and abused family on train are fired from their jobs and arrested. A man and a woman from New York who were caught on video hurling racist insults at a family who were riding a train with them have been arrested and charged with a hate crime, the Daily Voice reports. Justin Lackerman and Kristen DiGisaro turned themselves in Wednesday and were charged with aggravated harassment and endangered the welfare of a child. So, uh, good! Enjoy unemployment, you fucking dumbasses. Love to see it! Finally, finally, because of cell phones, because of cameras everywhere, consequences for actions of these racists. You know, I don't believe cancel culture, at least the right-wing narrative of cancel culture is real, but hell, if cancel culture was real, it would be good. And last up, on the Karen bullshit, you guys see the Karen fucking judge? Why was this deleted? What? What? Why? 
Okay, now I'm angry. You should gotta see the fucking Karen who yelled at the 72-year-old cancer patient. Let's just see if I can find it somewhere else. Why the fuck? It was deleted right before I did my show because it was on. So anyway, uh, this dude has cancer. And so I guess uh, his homeowners association or some shit was uh, get him hell because he didn't mow his grass or some shit. Dude, dying, literally dying of a fucking cancer. Oh, said it's your old man. And the judge is like, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'd have put you in jail for not mowing your lawn. Yeah. Get this fucking judge out of the bench, stat. This exchange between 31st District Judge Alexis Crott and an elderly cancer survivor is garnering criticism on social media. Yeah, you're damn right. Uh, it is. is it, ma'am, forgivable because my father is currently sick and we clean that you after? I am very sick, man. That is shameful. The 72-year-old Tramic man was in court for violating a city ordinance, failing to maintain his. Like, who gives a fuck? There's some weeds growing up. Mind your business. Pretty. If I could give you jail time on this, I would. That's very rude. Italian yes, cancer. I'm going to put you in jail. Man dying of cancer who is 17 years old because you didn't mow your lawn. Like, fuck. Just, judicial system is so fucked up. Fuck this lady. With judges like this, now we're all fucking doomed. Hopefully she'll get fired. She came out and apologized. Of course she did. Not because she's actually sorry, but because she got shit. She faced the consequences of her actions. So now, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You fuck off. Cunt. Sorry, had to say it. Cunt. So anyway, that's my Karen section. Folks, we're going to jump right into the next section because I am going to fly through the show tonight. So with that said, let's do the chuds. Wrote a song about it. If you know the words, feel free to sing along. Chud Watch, talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Star Wars. And uh, first off, on the Chud Watch, folks, goddammit. Another example of the world continuously rewarding bad behavior. So uh, this is the guy, Milo Snuffleupagus, who is the new darling of conservative Christians everywhere being paid big bucks to go on Christian television programs and uh, share his pray away the gay stories. Let's see the kind of person that they are taking under their wing and platforming. Milo says, I wasn't racist or sexist before I moved to America. Doubt. And now it's a daily struggle against both and a few others. I've always been homophobic and transphobic. Obviously, obviously I've always been a giant piece of shit. But according to me, I wasn't the piece of the type of piece of shit that hates black folks. But now I'm in America. Psh, I don't know. Kind of racist, y'all. Just goddamn it. Oh, human excrement. But it's no wonder that the Christians have embraced him because this is what you guys are. Trash. Trash ass humans. If you could even call yourself fucking humans. And uh Mitch McConnell! accidentally said the quiet part out loud, huh? Let's listen and see if we can point out the racism in his statement. Well, the concern is misplaced because if you look at the statistics, African-American voters are voting in just as high a percentage as Americans. Oh, okay, yeah. African-Americans are voting in just the size percentages as 
Americans, you know, this is what they really think about you. You're not actually real Americans. You're African-Americans, which is a different category completely to these white supremacist pieces of shit. Of course, he uh, clarified later to a spokesman and said, oh, I meant to say uh, other Americans, not Americans. We know what you meant to say. A little Freudian slip there. Tell me white supremacy isn't goddamn baked into the fucking system, which Joe Rogan is going to deny in a later clip. And then they unearthed this uh, footage from Mitch McConnell for 2015, saying something very similar. Let's have a listen. Uh, I think it's important for us, in order to be competitive in the big election, the presidential election, I mean, we're pretty competitive in Congress. We control both houses. But to win the big office, we need to do better with Hispanic Americans. Uh, the This is... Not anything you don't already know, but America is certainly changing. I believe it's the case that when Ronald Reagan was elected, 84% of American voters were white. I think I read the other day that in 2016, 70% probably will be white. Um, my party does really good with white people, and I'm proud of that. Um, I'm sure think- you are, and yes, they do. You know, uh, racists love the Republican Party. I wonder why. Wonder what it could possibly be that makes them love you guys so much. Maybe it's the constant dog whistles. It's not even dog whistling anymore. You guys are just directly fucking saying it. You love the whiteies and you love the uneducated. That's where you get all your power base from. And uh, folks, did you guys see this one? Apparently, Dan Crenshaw actually said what he actually believed. Once again, Republicans accidentally telling the truth and uh, admitting that Jesus is a fictional character. Now, of course, he's later going to deny that's what he meant, but that's what he said. Accidentally based, Dan Crenshaw. So that's important. That's The important thing is here is that we have societal hero archetypes that we look up to. Mm-hmm. Jesus is a, is a hero archetype. Mm-hmm. Superman is a hero archetype. Real characters, too. You know, I put, I, I, I could, we could name a thousand, you know, <laughs> Rosa Parks. Ronald Reagan. These, all of these people embody certain um, attributes that the American people think this is good. That's right, folks. You know, Jesus and Superman, they are archetypes of heroes and also real people. Unlike Jesus and Superman, you know, like Rosa Parks. So uh, you said it, dude. You said it. Accidentally told the truth. So obviously he took shit for telling the truth because you're a Republican. You can't tell the truth. That's against the rules, dude. You won't get reelected. So apparently, uh, they said a 10-year-old girl stood up and asked him, hey, why are you saying Jesus is fictional? And uh, he got all pouty with her. Bitchy butt hurt. Let's watch him melt down over a simple question. Important thing here is that we have That's important hero archetypes that we look up to. Jesus is a hero archetype. Superman is a hero archetype. Real characters, too. too. I could name a thousand. Rosa Parks, Ronald Reagan, end quote. I can't wrap my head around this. Well, I
Wow. He's talking to 10 year old girl. Don't you question my faith. What do you think I am? An elected representative of the people who's supposed to be working for you and answering to you? Hell no. You don't ever question my faith. Motherfucker, I question the shit out of your faith. Fuck you. Fuck your faith. I'll get it wrapped in your one eye. I'll look you in your I'll even close my eye, look you in your fucking one eye, and question the fuck out of your stupid ass faith. Crenshaw. Love to see them be whitey piss babies when they're called out for the bullshit. Boo that man, boo. You moron. <laughs> moron. Get it, get his ass. Don't preach him, Effie. You guys can ask questions about all of these things and I will answer them. But don't question my faith. Okay, I will answer your questions except for that one. Well, that's not answering all the questions, this motherfucker. Answer the fucking question. Yeah, I don't need to read it. I watched it. I heard what you said. You said what you said, Dan Crenshaw. What am I saying? Jesus is not real. That's a ridiculous statement. That's a true statement. Of course he's the son of God. Not. Of course he's the son of God, and of course he's real. You can't say two different things. You can say that on a podcast, and you can say this here. Get him, girl. On a podcast, nobody would have understood it that way. I think you're twisting it that no way. No one's twisting anything. That's what you said. He's not very Christian. Let's go, not very Christian. Let's go, it's not. And I'm not going to have my faith question. I'm not going to have my faith question. Uh, yeah, you are, motherfucker. You're going to have a question. Because, you know, we still live in a uh, free society. We have the First Amendment where we can say whatever the fuck we want to you, Dan Crenshaw. So uh, learn to love it, fucko. We're going to question your faith continuously forever and ever and ever. You dipshit. And Ted Cruz, folks, at least. If there's one thing both sides, Republican and Democrats, for the most part, can agree on, it's that Ted Cruz sucks. Here's the good liars talking to some Trump supporters about Ted Cruz and uh, finding some common ground. Love to see it. Do you want a, Do you want a free uh, Ted Cruz sucks sign? Ted Cruz? Yeah. yeah. He does suck, right? Yeah. <laughs> he does yeah. suck. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It almost is the one thing Democrats and Republicans can agree on. And uh -huh. Ted Cruz moment. sucks. Absolutely. Ted Cruz sucks. So we can all come together on one thing, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ted yeah. Cruz sucks. Let's <laughs> hug. But seriously. I love it. Ted Cruz sucks. It does. He, he does. does. He, he sucks. does. He sucks. He does. We all know it. But still, Republicans will still vote for him because you suck. Definitely. And Joe Rogan back at it again. Using the largest podcast platform in the world to push white supremacist talking points. Now, uh, he had James Lindsay on a show because, of course, he did. Why would he not have James Lindsay, who is a, an incredible bad faith actor, who is on record admitting that my entire goal is to mix any teaching, any talk of diversity and equality or any talk of racism, systemic racism, the racist history of our country, to mix that all in under the umbrella of CRT, so that if anybody talks about this stuff, it'll automatically be poisoned in public opinion. Which is exactly what white, what white supremacists want to do. They don't want to have any discussion of the racist history of our country. They don't want to have any discussion on how to fix these problems that we're currently facing still after hundreds of years of oppression. So the best way to do it is to muddy the water, to poison the well, and to make in people's minds where any talk of racism and diversity whatsoever is all of the CRT banner. So why wouldn't Joe Rogan platform this white supremacist enabler, this alt-right pipeline, which is exactly what the fuck he is? 
I mean, yeah, Joe Rogan could have actual professors of CRT on there. He could have actual experts on this field, but that's not what Joe Rogan wants. Joe Rogan has shifted so far to the right that he's get the he's got all these right wing darlings on to make sure they have the biggest platform in the land to spout their bullshit. So that when he, for one thing, not only does it feed into what he already believes and his preconceived notions, but so he can also play the victim when people point out that he is becoming a pipeline to the alt-right, that he is platforming white supremacist talking points. So he can say, see, they're saying everybody's a white supremacist. No, motherfucker. We're saying that people that set, spread white supremacy talking points and narratives are white supremacists, motherfucker. That's exactly what we're saying. So here he is. Got uh, James Lindsay on. And they're talking about CRT from this incredible bad faith actor that doesn't actually know what the fuck he's talking about in any way. He's just a giant goddamn dork making a name for himself on the internet by spouting nonsense and appealing to right-wing shitheads. Organizing principle society is actually racism. So racism is the, and this is quoting from another book, which is uh, Critical Race Theory, an introduction, in case we wonder if it's about critical race theory. Racism is the ordinary state of affairs in society, not an aberration from them. It's it is. Racism is the ordinary uh, situation in our society right now. And it's very easy to understand, even from an evolutionary standpoint, how uh, it's kind of survivability is easier to achieve when you team up with a group of people, when you uh, combine your resources into a group. And uh, the easiest way to group people into different sections is by, one of the easiest ways is by race, right? Because it's something you can see. You don't have to really think about it. That guy's black, that guy's white. I can grip with that guy against that guy. It, it, I can visually see the difference. And I can form these group bonds over here that makes it easier for my survival. It's just kind of a, to be to be expected, right? But, uh, and of course, we have all these examples how racism is indeed baked into the fucking system. I mean, we have it to where, like, uh, if you have a, a black-sounding name, you have to send 150% more job resumes to get as many callbacks as somebody with a white-sounding name. We have uh, evidence that even when you're, like, trying to get an Airbnb, if you have a black-sounding name, you're less likely to get your Airbnb reservation, so much so that Airbnb actually had to make it to where the people who had the Airbnb could no longer see the profiles or the names of the people that were trying to rent their places. They've done studies and shown that cops pull more white people over at night because in the daytime it's easier to see who's black and who's white. And we know that on average, black people have 10 times less wealth than white people because wealth is inherited generation after generation and hundreds of years of oppression, have caused them to have much, much less wealth, which is the number one indicator of how successful you will be in life. And that's just a few fucking examples. It's literally caked and baked into the system on every fucking possible level. A, a large part because of capitalism. But here they're going to deny it every way and uh, laugh at it. Like this is uh, controversial or stupid or crazy. When it's, in fact, reality. So-called normal science. That's from Richard Delgado from 2001. He wrote that book. Same book where he actually says that critical race theorists find another liberal mainstay, this is page 23, to be, uh, they, they call into question another liberal mainstay, or highly suspicious. Sorry, I want to get the wording right. Critical race theorists are highly suspicious of another liberal names, na mainstay, namely rights. So they're highly suspicious of rights. Yes, they're highly suspicious of who actually gets the rights, right? They would love for rights to be equal among all. They're not actually uh, questioning whether people should have rights or not. 
His entire role is just to misrepresent every fucking thing he reads about CRT. And Joe Rogan, uncritically, just going to sit there and let him spout nonsense on the largest platform in the world. Highly suspicious of rights. Like, what like, does that mean? Well, they say rights are said to be alienating because I could say a racial slur to you and then you could say, hey, you can't say that hate speech. And I say free speech. But what about rights like the right to bear arms? Same thing. That, like, All Second rights. Amendment is racist? They would say definitely so because more white people than black people own guns. And if black people go to own guns, you say, oh, no. Who is they? I mean, I'm sure there are probably some people who say that, but the vast majority of people who believe in systemic racism don't believe that at all. And I could tell you for a fact, uh, black folks have a lot of guns. Every black person with a gun, he's probably a criminal, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, definitely. Everything for them. The entire structure of society has racism baked into it. It does. Okay, if I put it in their terms, what critical race theory says is that racism was baked into the law from the beginning, stamped from the beginning, being the title of Kendi's other book. And it doesn't come out without a revolution that installs this kind of guy. In so power. that's the only solution. Therefore, they are the only solution. They are the only people who have what's called a critical consciousness of race, who therefore understand race to actually work this way. Have you debated anybody on this? Eh, kind of. It's hard to debate. Them. They don't like to debate. I did a small debate in. They uh, don't Fort like Worth to debate at the beginning of November. Um, but I was with who? Every time you've ever gotten on stage and debated somebody, knew what the fuck they were talking about, you got destroyed. We played the clips over and over again. You embarrass yourself continuously on this topic. Just ridiculous, of course, Joe Rogan. Feeding into the white supremacist narratives because that's what you become, Joe Rogan. You can deny it all the fuck you want to. But it's the fucking truth. And of course, here's a prime example of it. Pieces of shit on the right, like some of the right's most popular influencers, continuously sucking Joe Rogan's dick now. You're a giant darling of the right now, Joe Rogan. Of course, he doesn't give a shit. Here's a jack piece of shit bit. Watch Joe Rogan and Dr. James Lindsay point out how the left smears everyone they disagree with as alt-right. You guys are literally alt-right pipelines. Whether you consider yourself part of the alt-right or not, you're spreading white supremacy narratives and talking points. The exact thing that ensures that the systemic racism we still face our society never gets even thought about questioned, much less fixed. Which only goes to maintain the white supremacy power structure that exists in this country. So I understand why you hate the thoughts that you might be considered like an all right pipeline, but uh, it doesn't change the fact that you fucking are Joe Rogan. And uh, speaking of which, this is hilarious, folks. So uh, this is from the post-millennial, which is Andy Nogo's rag. You know, a right wing uh, white supremacist enabler. Yes, he's Asian, but he definitely hangs out with white supremacists and puts out white supremacist uh, talking points and propaganda. Andy Nogo. So he, they posted this thinking this makes Joe Rogan look good when this actually does the exact opposite. That's how weird this is. They're just on a completely fucking different planet than the rest of us. So Joe Rogan reads an article. I think it's from the San Francisco Chronicle. That is a satire piece. It's incredibly obvious by the title alone that it's a satire piece. So Joe Rogan thinks it's real. And I'm going to play it for you. It's clear he thinks it's real. And so they point out to him that it's satire. And then he's going to pretend like, oh, well, it's clearly satire. And then he's going to make the argument, well, I'm not stupid because you can't. The, the left is so crazy these days, you can't even tell satire from real life. But you can. Just because you're not sophisticated enough to recognize obvious satire when you read it, Joe. Doesn't mean the rest of us fucking can't. Embarrassing. Watch this shit. Dude. From the San Francisco uh, Chronicle. This. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, even know for sure if that one's parody or not. I, I don't think it can be. Cause... All right. So you just hear him say this. The guy mentioned it might be a parody. And Joe Rogan says, I don't think it can be. 
So he believes this is real. I read people saying it was parody. Is read, it parody? Because like, it starts with like, clear, yeah, parody. It starts with like parody okay. a modest proposal or whatever, like the state should own all but, of your children or whatever. But isn't it in a, a newspaper? It's fine. Yeah, you can do satire in a newspaper. That's okay. But it's kind of, that's so confusing. It's not confusing. Yeah. What I said is like in a world gone mad, it's... Uh, what did I, what yeah, forced parents to give away their children. Yeah, I think it starts with a modest proposal, blah blah blah, which means it would be satire. Yeah, well, it's, I looked at it. I was like, "What is this?" So I said, "The world got mad. It's harder and harder to spot parody." That's because, the thing. Yeah, that's well, why when I looked at this. But this is the San Francisco Chronicle. It says, "Opinion: Want true equity? California should force parents to give away their children." Like, is that? Okay, if, if that's clear parody, and it seems like it is to me. <laughs> yeah, now suddenly he's been told it's parody. Well, it's clear parody. You just said it wasn't parody. It's clear that you believe it. And if it's a clear parody, then that destroys your argument that a world's so crazy you can't tell satire from real life, right? You're just trying to make yourself less, less stupid as you talk out on both sides of your fucking ass. When I read that, I was like, okay, this is what's crazy is that the world is so nuts, it's hard to spot parody. Exactly. Exactly. And it's so hard. I'll tell you this is an update. to. It's so hard. No, it's not. It's very simple, Joe. Everybody else who has a goddamn brain recognize that as parody, except for your stupid fucking thumb ass. God damn it, America. God damn it, world. This is really the best we can do for the largest podcast platform on Earth. Just no wonder we're goddamn doomed as a fucking species. And all right, that's my show to watch. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's read the super chats. Hit the like button, everybody. Please hit the like button. Help me out. We detected a copyright auto video on your stream. Your stream may be temporary block. What? Hopefully it doesn't block my fucking stream. If I get cut off, you guys know why. What? That Joe Rogan clip? Okay, well, God damn it. All right, whatever. We'll keep going. Uh, hit the like button, everybody, please. Help me out and super chat me if you're able to. Beast Nation, not sure why Crenshaw got so mad. I mean, she was just asking questions. I know, right? But you can't grit in my face. Crenshaw's a dipshit, but he did call it MTJ. I mean, he did call her out, but uh, he, uh, you know, he, he he's a hypocrite because what he said about her is exactly what he's doing. Evening. Evening to you, Sophia and Christina Botha. Thanks for super chatting me. Beast Nation threatened folks with death because she's so pro-life. Checks out, I guess. Yeah, but you took her out of context. Love the show, Dusty. Here's some money. By the way, you should check out a little channel called Peter's Political Perspective. It's a gold mine. All right, will do. Thanks for the recommendation. WDM, 100 pounds. Wow. Super chat. Oh, wait. Show the world tonight. WDM. Dusty, here's money. Make more music. I will, just for you. I'm going to have to work on that. Thank you for the very generous donation. You are immortal now, WDM. Here is some money for drugs. I would never do drugs. Never. Drugs are bad, okay? Wink. Thank you, Jason Aspie. Daughter Nye for Jorah. Jonathan Gordon. Appreciate it. And uh, EAW could dust buddy. Hell yeah. You, you can become a dust buddy for $2.99 a month and get customized emojis to spend the chat with. Shit like bing bong and, you know, all that stuff. So, uh, am I still going? Hopefully they didn't cut me off yet. Goddamn copyright bullshit. All right. Moving right along, folks. Next up, bringing back one of you guys' favorite sections. It's called Beyond's Parody. And as always, pretty much every goddamn thing on our night show fits in this category. But uh, I didn't put everything in there because you got to have different sections, different segments. Keep it fresh. Keep it flowing. But first off. On Beyond Parody, so uh, Trump 
had another rally. I don't know why. You're not president, but he loves to get up there and say his greatest hits. But Q, they're so fucking silly, y'all. They read so much into nothing. They want so badly to believe that they're not just fucking idiots that fell for an obvious scam. They got conned by conspiracy theories that are never going to fucking come true. That they continue to double, triple, quadruple down on this time and time again. So uh, apparently Trump wasn't wearing a tie during his rally, which was major symbols. He's sending you symbols, yo. They're like, uh, did any of you pay attention to 45's rallies? Clues galore on Saturday. The music was The Undertaker. And they're like, no tie. The deal is done. That's right. You didn't wear a tie, folks. That means the storm is coming. Dunn is right. He left the stage to hold on. I'm coming. Our president is badass. The baddest motherfucker there is. He didn't wear a tie. And I know it means something. Good is coming. Notice that too. Not sure what it means. I skimmed through it. Have to go back and read and let you know what it means. Definitely. It's a sign, folks. He not wearing a tie. So, uh, you know who I feel sorry for? Tom Hanks. He coming for you, Tom Hanks. When Trump takes his tie off, you know it's real, folks, because he's such a badass. Just beyond parody, these ignorant motherfuckers. And uh, speaking of beyond parody, folks, they're so desperate. These right-wing chud-ass shitheads. More school board zombies want so bad to find a gotcha to get these school board members with. And look how stupid they are. When they assume and get owned. And when I emailed the executive committee of CABE, I noticed the email address for one of them, Mr. Donald Harris, was dharris at blmfld.com. I don't want to jump to conclusions. Maybe he's affiliated with the Florida Bureau of Land Management. I don't know. But it seems to me like he's a member of Black Lives Matter. So based on that uh, a couple of things um to address one of the comments um the blm um fld is uh, bloomfield public schools um so so there's that so there's that uh, i don't want to jump to conclusions but i'm totally gonna jump to conclusions folks i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but i'm angry about it god damn it you guys are so fucking stupid and uh Next up on Beyond Parody, Jordan Peterson, Buckaroo Benzo, quit his job teaching psychology at uh, his prestigious college. It's going to load up any second now, folks, I promise you. And he wrote a, a long diatribe on why he was retiring, and it's racist as fuck. Now, yet again, this is a guy whose entire ideology... His entire message is, take responsibility. Don't blame other people for your fucking problems. Why is this not loading? Okay, I'll just skip that. That's not loading, so we'll just fuck off with that. So uh, basically, what he says is, the reason he's retiring is because black folks and people of color are taking all the jobs from the straight white men, and I can no longer sit idly by and watch the field that I love and teach all these straight white young men when they can't possibly get jobs because the woke, the woke is hiring all the black folks and the brown folks and the women's and I just can't handle it anymore, y'all. So I'm a martyr, y'all. I'm like Jesus Christ. I'm quitting. 
to make a stand. It's just so ridiculous. I mean, if he really wanted to take responsibility and not blame other people for his problems, all he had to say was, hey, like, I really enjoyed teaching psychology at this college for a long period of time, but now I'm a multimillionaire with uh, number one selling books, and I have a uh, self-help tour, and I'm just too busy. And also, like, I don't like the stress that's being caused me teaching these classes while I'm also a controversial public figure. So uh, thank you for letting me teach here, but I'm going to go move on and do something else. That's literally all he had to say. But instead, no. The blacks is taking our jobs. I'm a fucking martyr. Controversial psychologist Jordan Peterson resigned from his tenure professorship at University of Toronto. He said this week, Peterson 59 wrote in an op-ed in Canada's National Post that he'd always imagined working in academia. Until he died. Now he doesn't want to be there anymore, and the place doesn't want him there. Peterson has gained millions of fans. Anyway, uh, let's scroll down to what he actually said. Um, Peterson cites two major reasons for his retirement. Concerns about his students and concerns about higher education's embrace of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Peterson also says that he can no longer work with students in good conscience, lest they be denied jobs that are presumably wouldn't get anyway if they're white men, by Peterson's logic, due to their affiliation with them. I'm a, an academic persona non grata because of the unexpected philosophical positions, he says. Um, oh, so he says, regarding his students, Peterson says that my qualified and supremely trained heterosexual white male students... And I've had many others, by the way, face a negligible chance of being offered university research positions, despite stellar scientific dossiers, because they are white and male. And uh, of course, this is not fucking true at all. He just lies. He's just trying to find a reason to play the victim and spread white supremacist uh, fear. They're coming for you, white man. You're the real victims in society. So, uh, as always, it's not true. They actually messaged the school. They said, hey, have you, uh, the school that George Peterson works for, and says, uh, do white men who are straight no longer have jobs there? And they were like, uh, no. There's actually no change between the number of people who self-identified as males working here. It's 52% from last year to this year. Across U.S. Psycho psychology workforces, 84% of psychologists are white, according to information from American Psychology Association. 69% of those awarded psychology doctors in 2018 were white. So, yeah, white people fucking dominating the world of psychology. But, nope, martyr-ass Jordan Peterson got to quit. And as uh, P.Z. Myers points out, the share of academic doctoral positions held by women Increased from 26.4% in 1999 to 38.5% in 2019. Good. They only make up 51% of the population and only 38% of the jobs. So they're still highly underrepresented. But uh, still scary. Unrepresented minorities also hold a larger share of these positions than they did in 1999. Although their share remains at 8.9% and is considerably less than their share of the population. So they make up a third of the population. And they have 8.9% of the positions. Or as Jordan Peterson says, white people can't get hired no more, y'all. I gotta quit. I'm just sad. Because still, still, even though his main fucking rules for life are to not blame other people for your problems, to take responsibility, to pull yourself out of your bootstraps, he does the exact opposite continuously and they still worship him for it. They never hold him accountable for it. And here he is, folks. 
Here's Jordan Peterson writing his racist resignation article. He crucified himself, made himself a fucking martyr for no goddamn reason. But it's no wonder that he is the self-help guru of the rights. This is exactly what you guys put on a pedestal because he's pathetic like you motherfuckers are. And it also came out, speaking of Beyond Parody, that he is a huge Ayn Rand fan. Yeah, yeah, who's shocked? That shithead Jordan Peterson, basically uh, a real-life version of uh, Red Skull, is an Ayn Rand fan. You know who Ayn Rand is? She's the libertarian shithead who uh, wrote Atlas Shrugged, whose catchphrase for the book is, Who is John Galt? And as I told you guys before, if you haven't read Atlas Shrugged or watched the movie, it's basically where uh, the heroes of Atlas Shrugged are oil executives and bank CEOs. And the poors of society are actually the evil people. They're leeches sucking off these godmen. And the hero of the story is a guy named John Galt, who Anne reigned based off a serial killer she was obsessed with, who was a child murderer, murdered a child, sewed her eyes open, and then ransomed the dead body back to her father. Anne Rand was upset. Look it up. Don't believe me. Look it up. Ayn Rand was obsessed with him. So, of course, fucking real-life Red Skull loves this shit. He's continuously posting, hashtag, who is John Gold? Hashtag, who is John Gold? Hashtag, who is John Gold? Yeah, we know who John Gold is, Jordan Peterson, and we know who you are, too, motherfucker. Evil sack of shit. And uh, then there's some folks. Speaking of Beyond Parody, <laughs> that's so funny. Glenn Greenwald. <sighs> Has anybody fallen further faster than goddamn Glenn Greenwald? So this is hilarious, folks. So uh, one of his fans wasn't even trying to start shit with him. Just says, it's family time. Glenn Stuffer is telling him that he has to take a pause in interacting with him and reading his stuff because it's time for him to spend time with his family. So Glenn Greenwald, who is incredibly fucking fragile can't handle it and he thinks the guy is telling him to log off and spend time with his family so he says but not for you yeah you telling me to log off and spend time with my family but not for you and the guy says i know glenn i love you you open my eyes to a lot of stuff but it's time to spend time with family can you say this twitter thread for tomorrow so the guy saying no i had to spend time with my family can we do this tomorrow because i i don't have time to do it right now and once again Dumbass Glenn Greenwald, fragile as shit, misunderstands him and decides to insult his fan. Glenn Greenwald says, I'm sorry your personal life is so empty and barren that you have to focus in such a creepy and invasive way on mine. But my husband and kids are doing fine and you should mind your own fucking business. (laughs) God damn it. Oh my God. Imagine being this fucking sensitive. To which the guy said, uh, yeah, you don't get it, Glenn. I actually do love and respect what you do. You've opened up a lot. I'm saying I'm spending time with my family and want to read your thread tomorrow. Your analysis of the Ukraine situation has been spot on. Meant no disrespect. Well, you should have meant disrespect because that dude is sad. Whiny piss baby. The same exact kind of person that will call everybody else snowflakes. But man, they're sensitive. Cannot handle, it wasn't even criticism, dude. Can't even handle non-criticism and speak it up beyond parody. Here's a porn stash, booger-eating Nick Fuentes, who's the leader 
of a little white supremacy group called Groypers. Everything about that is beyond parody, folks. But uh, <sighs> so they're proud incels, which means uh, uh, they don't get no women and they don't want no women. This is who they chose as their hero, folks. And he's about to explain to you why he don't like the ladies. It's not because he's gay, folks. It's because he's a national treasure. Well, I'm not just some guy that just has some wagey job. I'm not. I'm more creative. And there's anything wrong with having a wagey job, but I'm a creative person. I'm a leader. I have an important role in this. I have lots of responsibilities. I, I... I don't have the same priorities. I don't have the same life as uh, as somebody that isn't doing this. I couldn't be doing this if I was like that. So, so anyway, so yeah, so I appreciate it. It's true, but I don't, I don't need to rationalize it um, or anything. It's it's like, look, it's you know, oh, you haven't had sex. It's like, well, I haven't chosen to do that yet. You know, I'm choosing instead to be an historical figure. I'm choosing instead <laughs> to leave an, lead an historical right wing movement. So it's a cope. But anyway, I'm an incel. I am a proud incel. And uh, when I'm good and ready, I'll get married. I'll still be an incel, though. I mean, technically, according to you, you're not an incel. You're a false cell. You're a voluntary. You don't even know the own terms you're using. And then some woman in his chat dared to flirt with him. And man, it set him off. Look how triggered Nick Fuentes is that a woman dared to try to flirt with him. This is the this is the white supremacist king here, folks. Just beyond fucking parody. Watch this shit. A part of what you know about me would make you think that I would want to be propositioned by a woman. Much less, much less. In the super chats, no less. What part of you or what part of me would make you think that I would want a girl to say, uh, you know, to, to, to ask me out on a date? I'm not going to be asked out. I will do the asking out. You know, people look at me and they think like, oh, he's like this Alex P. Keaton, like, Goody two shoes, wholesome chungus, ten thousand. It's like, nah, I'm a little bit more complicated than like wanting a girl in a sundress to just lay my suits out and I wear a fedora and smoke a pipe and go, hey, hey, honey, we're larping like it's the 1950s. Like that's just so insulting. I have a little bit. It's called depth, okay? It's called depth. I have a little bit more depth to my character than just I'm some kind of like sitcom character. I'm sort of playing an important role in world history here. And the idea that, you know, some some silly girl online, like I'm going to be in direct messages just sort of being like funny and flirty and fun. It's just, it's not, it's not me. It's just not going to happen. Like I said, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of a scenario where it would be acceptable because so, some people say, oh, well, that means you're gay. And it's like, well, no, because... It's, it's not that, it's just, it's more the setting there. Because there's a few scenarios where it would be acceptable. Like I said, you know, if it was a girl who was working for me. You know, like Hitler in that movie Downfall, <laughs> when he's like interviewing secretaries. Like that, that's a setting where it like makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, it just makes sense. Like what I'm talking about in men-women relationships, the first example that comes to my mind is 
Hitler, of course. Why wouldn't Hitler be the first example that comes to your mind? Folks, like, you know, it's just a... I don't want a woman, all right? It's not because I'm gay. I'm totally not gay. I mean, yes, I continuously suck other dudes' dicks and I get plowed in the booty hole, but I'm not gay, folks. Just... Good Lord, hanging out with the cat boy. You gay, Nick. It's cool. It's okay to be gay, dude. There's nothing wrong with it. The problem is when you pretend like you're not gay. Just accept it, dude. You feel better. And uh, next up on Beyond Parody, folks. God damn it. No self-reflection whatsoever. They have no ability to examine their own lives, their own actions, and live in reality over them. So this is a Trump love congressional candidate, Heidi St. John, who's done nothing but support Trump, suck his dick every step of the way. She is in the cult of Trump. Going to go talk about how we should not elect leaders who have cheated on their wives. And also, we need to be looking at the people that are running for office and saying, do you have a history of loving your family? Have you been faithful in marriage? Have you been faithful to your children? The Bible says he who can be trusted with little can be trusted with much. So have, are you, have you been able to be trusted with little? If, if you can't be trusted with little, I'm sure it's not going to trust you in an elected uh, position to make decisions for other people. But you do. You worship a guy who has repeatedly been unfaithful to his wife while she was pregnant, paying porn stars to have sex. But of course, when it comes to Trump, it's a double standard. They're like, well, you know, Trump doesn't count. God chooses bad people sometimes. And, you know, people sin and they can change their ways. And Trump is different now. But they don't hold that same charity to anybody else who has cheated. Only their cult leader. Just hypocrisy. 24-7, 100% of the time. That's what you guys are all about. And uh, speaking of beyond parody, folks, great example of toxic masculinity here. Like, literally, who cares about any of this shit? This is how stupid Republican news is. They're about to shit on Joe Biden for acting like an adult instead of a ridiculous man baby trying to prove how tough and badass and manly he is. Like pussy ass uh, Vladimir Putin. Let's watch this stupid bullshit. Biden just does not. Biden just does not project strength. The Democrats want to talk about Russia. Let's compare Joe Biden with their leader, Vladimir Putin. The fact of the matter is that uh, we're in a situation where. uh, So stupid. Like, if Joe Biden did this, if he went out on an ice hockey rink and played a bunch of players who were clearly letting him win. They will be like, look at Joe Biden. It's so pathetic. He has to go out of this hockey ring and pretend like he's a manly man. And it's clear all these guys are letting him score because they're scared of him. They will be shitting on him horrendously if he did this. But they also shit on him when he doesn't do this. It's like he can't win. They could have moved faster. So I... uh, um if Joe Biden did that, they would play that clip nonstop. Look how slow he got up. Look how embarrassing this is. Joe Biden pretended to be young and athletic when he's clearly senile and old. That's exactly what they would say. And of course, they didn't hold Trump to any kind of standard either, which is hilarious. Trump, one of the least manly human beings on the fucking planet. 
this morbidly obese guy who can barely move his fucking body. Just the double standard is beyond parody. Well, there you go. To be clear, for any you left there you there watching, yes, we know Putin's an awful dictator, and yes, Do you? the hockey team is clearly going to let him clearly. score goals. Right. Uh -huh. Putin, also 69 years old. Do you think Joe Biden can even put on a pair of ice skates? The Russians do all these PR stunts. You see Putin hang gliding, riding a horse with a shirt off. Compare that to... If Joe Biden did that, you would crucify him for it. Just so, why is Joe Biden wasting his time riding horses in these PR stunts? Why isn't he fixing the border crisis? This is exactly what they would say. Just can't fucking win. It's so goddamn stupid. And, uh, oh, <laughs> Ted Cruz. Speaking of beyond parody, fucking Ted Cruz, who just got off his tour on the Tucker Carlson show, begging for forgiveness for telling the truth about January 6th. One of the least strong presenting people in the fucking planet. A guy who let Donald Trump call his wife ugly and persisted to suck Donald Trump's dick. Gonna say, Biden exudes weakness. Like, good Lord, dude. Read the fucking room. Insult my wife one more time and I'll lick your other ball. Yep. Thank you, sir. May I have another? This is you, Ted Cruz. You're a gimp. You're literally Tucker Carlson's gimp. Bring out the gimp. Just beyond parody, Ted Cruz. That's why everybody hates you, dude. And uh, speaking of beyond parody, John Voigt, who you may or may not know, is the father of Angelina Jolie. How the fuck do you have such a fine girl when you such a rancid piece of shit? So uh, every once in a while, he has to release these nonsense videos where he doesn't say anything except how great Donald Trump is. So silly. Let's have a look. Hope has arrived, and we shall never feel this loss again, for we all know it was stolen, and we, the American people, know the truth. Donald J. Trump is a source of God's speed, and I know Abraham Lincoln's spirit is with him <laughs> to turn America great again. Mm -hmm. God bless. God bless. You didn't say anything, dude. If Trump is God's man, how come he lost the election? It's almost like your God's not very powerful. And uh, speaking of Trump, his son, Eric Trump, invoked the Fifth Amendment 500 times during the New York investigation. Roger Stone, his main buddy, and invoked the Fifth. His entire family is now threatening to invoke the Fifth. So let's listen to all the times Trump shit on people for invoking the Fifth. Because it's always different when they do it. It's not the same as different when we do it. Do as we say, not as we do. So there are five people taking the Fifth Amendment, like you see on the mob, right? You see the mob takes the Fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth right. Amendment? Uh-huh, that's your son. So there are five people taking the Fifth Amendment, like you see... Oh, I thought this was a whole... It's a whole long clip. I guess this wasn't it. But uh, anyway, I showed you guys that one before. But there's a bunch of different clips where he said this repeatedly. Shit on people for taking the Fifth. But... It's the, the biggest witch hunt in the world, so it's okay if we take the fifth. It's different, y'all. Completely different. And Charlie Kirk wants us all to know, hey, you know what the real problem in our society is? We tolerate homeless people. You know, those fucking evil, evil homeless people. 
We need to stop tolerating them because tolerating homeless people makes us more accepting of degeneracy. Those fucking degenerate homeless people. I'm glad Charlie Kirk is finally getting to the root of the real problem in our country. The poors. Hear that? Rudy Giuliani. That? Rudy Giuliani created a jobs program for homeless people. He said, if you need help, we'll help you. Food, job, shelter, work. Work and job is always the same thing. Obviously. Melonhead. But understand that the toleration of homelessness is an intentional agenda to try and, I think, demoralize a society and try to make us more accepting of societal degeneracy. Defecating on a sidewalk or doing meth in a playground or revealing yourself to a seven-year-old it's not acceptable. Everyone is a left-wing Bernie Sanders socialist till some 65-year-old dude wearing no clothes defecates in your front lawn. That turns you into a rabid right-winger really quickly. No, folks. Isn't that what homeless people do? Aren't homeless people all about exposing themselves to seven-year-olds and shitting in our front lawn? Just saying. Fuck the homeless, y'all. It's not really the billionaires that are our problem. It's the homeless, dude. First off, uh... If a homeless person shit in my front yard, that in no way is going to make me a rabid or right-winger. No matter how many homeless people shit in my front yard, I'm not going to abandon my principles and everything I believe. I would wonder, hey, uh, does that guy need some help? Probably has mental issues. We need better mental health care in this country. That'd be my first thought. It'd probably make me more left-wing. I would want more universal health care to help these people get them off the street so they don't shit in my front yard but i guess we should i don't gel them or something i don't know what's your uh what's your solution there charlie kirk just evil personified folks showing you the love of christ this is what christianity has become this is what it's always been but it's more obvious now because they're just outright saying the evil shit out loud and getting rewarded for it there is a reason they keep rewarding these people because it's an evil ideology fronted and run by evil shitheads. And <laughs> so this uh, picture came out, speaking of Beyond Parody, I guess it's meant to make rich people look bad or to show why that uh, you're poor. It's a meritocracy. If you only worked harder, you'd be Andrew Yang and you'd be rich because uh, poor people wear $270 hats and $650 sunglasses and $1,200 uh, earbuds. I ain't wearing none of that shit. This shit costs $25 from Amazon. My uh, pants were $10. I wear flip-flops everywhere. My entire outfit's 20 bucks, dude. I'm poor as fuck. Meanwhile, rich dude over here got a $70 dick. So I'm just saying, I don't think my dick works $70. It's a pretty expensive dick there, rich dude. Enjoy that $70 dick. And uh, once again, on Beyond Parody, folks, they are so fragile. The same people who continuously accuse everybody else of being snowflakes, of freaking out about nothing are freaking out because they had a conservative convention and I guess they had these chairs look like they came from a Chinese restaurant. And oh my God, the chairs have Chinese dragons on them. I'm outraged. Guys, we got Chinese um, furniture at a Republican party. You guys got to talk to that man. He's the chairman, chairman of the Republican party over here. I just can't believe my eyes, guys. You guys tell me what you think. 
Should we have Chinese supporting Chinese culture, guys? <laughs> Should we support Chinese culture? Because, you know, having a chair with a Chinese dragon on it, that means we're supporting Chinese culture. That's bad. America. Oh, my God. Just so ridiculous. So silly. And definitely beyond parody. And that's my beyond parody section. Hope you guys enjoyed it. God damn it. They're so fucking stupid. Super Chats. Ruben a dollar. Hey, thank you, Ruben. $50 from Transylvania Turf, what up, Transylvania Turf? In memoriam of C Ticks and Logic. Hell yeah. Fuck C Ticks, but I love Logic. Thank you for your support. Appreciate it. Yo, Dusty, are you doing Twitch after the show? I am not doing Twitch after the show. I am uh I got something to do after the show. So uh not even gonna do the kitty party. So we're gonna roll through this. But I will be back next week and uh, we'll do that next week. Keep it up, brother. New season of Ozark today. I am gonna watch the season of Ozark later tonight, so uh I know they put out the first half, and the second half, I think, is coming out tomorrow. So, cool, cool, cool. Dusty Cats running around Wrecking House, all whacked out on 50 Kitty Snacks. They're in the other room, but you can hear them slamming around in there. Pure comedy, I know, right? This is why this is the greatest show on earth. It writes itself. Killer show, Dusty. Hey, thank you there, Tyler Floodgate. Good to see you. Nick Fuentes, the American Nightmare. is the American joke. Boogery Nick is not a nightmare to anybody. He's just a sad, pathetic dipshit. He uh, suffers from delusions of grandeur. I guess the white supremacists kiss his ass and they make him feel like he's important, but you're just a, a goofy nothing there, Nick. Conservative leaders are liars and not well-informed. Uh, they are liars, that's for sure. Con artist. Here's five bucks. Go buy pizza, Dusty. Thanks for the content. I will. Thank you, Houdini. Love you. Don't take this the wrong way, but you make JoJo's Bizarre Adventure look amazing in the best way. Oh, I appreciate it. I do what I can. Thank you for the support. QAnon is anti-Semitic. Is derived from blood libel. Agreed. We've covered that before. It's uh, androchrome. They're drinking the blood of babies. It's just uh, very, very old talking points against Jews who they claimed killed and drank baby blood. They're just recycling. Just like they recycled cultural Bolshevism, which is now cancel culture. Uh, Toe Rogan flew too close to the sun, shaking my head. Yep. I mean, it's always been bad. Joe Rogan's always been like, uh, we didn't really land on the moon. And Alex Jones was right about everything. But he's gotten worse and worse and worse because he's a hundred millionaire now. And he doesn't want to pay a cent in goddamn taxes. And uh, so when you become rich, oftentimes it pushes you further to the right. Love the dismantling of Joe Rogan. Hey, he makes it so goddamn easy. Cat food. Thank you, Gary. Still appreciate it. Hey, Dusty, I've been gone for too long. Oh, my God, imagine being a 10-year-old and also fuck Joe Rogan at this point. Uh, owned by a 10-year-old, yeah. Doesn't take much, though, to own the Republicans. They're not uh, very complicated. Not sure what y'all got mad. All right, I read that. All right, cool, cool, cool. Did they just pop up? You had her fear. Nuke Fuentes is gay for Hitler. I mean, he would, you know, he would rub Hitler's nuts and work the shaft, take the gravy, all of it. No doubt about it. All right, hit the like button, everybody. Do it. Only half of you have done it, which means the other half are the worst human scum that has ever lived. And I hope you all suffer horribly in some kind of torturous situation, like hostile or something. Do it. Hit the like button. All right, next up, folks. Gonna do a section I like to call. My Corona. I almost got the graphic up. There we go. My Corona. I did it. Perfect. Flawless. Nailed it. And first off on my Corona, folks. 
Hero time, folks! Apparently, in Canada, you have to be vaccinated as a trucker to get into the country. And this anti-vaccine, anti-mask guy decided the rules don't apply to him. So this guy got no fucking time for his anti-mask, anti-vaccine bullshit. This is how you handle those motherfuckers. I, I can't touch that because... <laughs> Sir, I did not uh, you violate you. in quarantine. These are also quarantine test kits. You're not going to take them? Okay. <laughs> All right, now you just lettered into my truck. For 14 days, okay? You have to take those day one and two tests. You have been served several documents. Also, that mask does not mask, uh, meet the federal requirements for masking. So the next time I'm giving you a warning on it today, the next time you come through, you'll be fine for having that mask, okay? Did you know? Before, I have a few questions for you, sir. <laughs> just one way. He don't give a shit. Like, I just want to talk to you. I want to preach to you. I want to bitch at you. Nope. I ain't got to listen to your bullshit. Walk away. Don't even have to give you the goddamn respect of listening to your stupid ass words. Fuck off, idiot. Love to see it. And folks, I knew it. I knew it. Oral CBD, which is the chemical compound found in marijuana. Prevented COVID-19 infection in real-world patients. Now, it only like had a kind of a small effect. Well, not a giant effect, but a little bit. A little bit, apparently, CBD. Helping with the COVID. So smoke it if you got it, folks. If you needed any more reason to smoke weed, there you go. I'm no scientist, but like, even if it doesn't help at all, smoke it anyway. And uh, you guys know who Meatloaf is? Meatloaf is the star of the movie Fight Club. Remember that? With his uh, luscious giant titas. Amazing. Meatloaf. Apparently somebody told me, I don't know if this is true. Somebody told me he was also a singer or something. He had song. That can't be true, right? The star of Fight Club was a singer? Nah, I don't believe that shit. I ain't never heard none of his words. But apparently he died. Now, I don't know how he died, folks, but they say before he died, he suffered from COVID. I would do anything for love, but I won't get vaxxed. Oh, no, I won't give. I will do anything for love, but don't you give me that goddamn jab. I will not wear your fucking mask, and I will die brutally. Never heard a single song he sang, folks. Anyway, apparently he was no fan of uh, mask and shit. Theatrical rock superstar Meatloaf, who is bad out of hell, is one of the best-selling albums of all time. Has died at 74. Let's scroll down to see what the fuck he had to say. Uh, the singer's vaccine status is, isn't known, but TMZ reported that he had recently spoken out against planned vaccine mandates in Australia. The Daily Beast reached out to his manager for comment to cause his death. In May, he posted a clip of Eric Clapton. Anti-lockdown song, Stand and Deliver. And in what happened, what appears to be one of his last interviews, Meatloaf appeared to be losing patience with pandemic measures. Speaking to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette last year, he told the interviewer, I hug people in the middle of COVID. Blink, 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 blink. I understood stopping life for a little while, but they cannot continue to stop life. Uh, you know what stops life? Death. Because of politics, and right now they're stopping because of politics. I know, it's all political, folks. It's not like they're trying to keep you alive, you morbidly obese, dumb piece of shit. Not like you are one of the highest people at risk for dying from COVID, and they're just trying to help you not brutally and horribly die in torture 
gasping for your last breath. No politics. You're the one that made it poli- You're the one that made it political there. Meat Meatloaf. Meatloaf is kind of a piece of shit anyway. If you guys ever watched uh, The Apprentice when he was on it, he's real fucking unstable. Weird dude. The singer went on to complain about being asked to wear a mask on a plane. Oh, no. You want me to wear a mask in a closed environment, shoulder-to-shoulder with people where they're recycling the air? That's just nuts. Stating that he didn't believe paper masks were as good as N95S at stopping the coronavirus from spreading. They're not, but they're better than nothing. We had to go on the airplane with the paper mask, and then on the way back, we got a Nazi. Get your mask on now. They're power mad now. Yeah, they're so power mad trying to keep you alive, Meatloaf. After the interview, after the interview replied, oh, God, we're being controlled by everybody. The singer responded, honestly, yeah, I know, but not me. If I die, I die. But I'm not going to be controlled. Hi, good on you, Meatloaf. Nobody's controlling you anymore. None of your muscles are being controlled. You know, none of your body's being controlled. Even your bowels are not being controlled because you're dead. So no control for you anymore. Enjoy uh, an eternity of not being controlled, Meatloaf. Bad choice, in my opinion. And uh, of course, the conspiracies run a rampant already. This is what happened when every celebrity dies now. The QAnon people, the anti-vaxxers are going to blame the vaccine, even though we don't know if Meatloaf was vaxxed or not. Conspiracy theorists think Meatloaf died from COVID booster. Don't realize he was against the vaccine mandates, yep. Popular anti-vaxxer Mike Rothschild. Um, yeah, oh no, this is not. Mike points out uh, that Eddie, popular poster Eddie, probably just got boosted. Nope. Nope. Don't think he did. Mithra says, Rocker Meatloaf dies at age 74. Another booster boy? Uh, nope. He was against it. He was one of you guys, a plague rat to the very end. But why, why point that out? Back from band. So what was the date of Meatlo- Meatloaf's booster shot? Uh, never, never at never o'clock. So uh, anyway, that's what they did with Bob Saget. That's what they do with Meatloaf. That's what they're probably going to do with, uh, even though Louis Anderson, who we're going to talk about in the next segment, died of cancer. They're probably going to say the same thing about him. Crazy, crazy, crazy. That's the world we live in. Did you guys hear about the Czech folk singer who died after deliberately contracting COVID? I guess you could say that she checked out. (laughs) Too soon? I'm sorry. A Czech folk singer died after she deliberately contracted COVID to attain a health pass that would have allowed her to visit venues blocked to those without proof of vaccination or recent recovery from an infection, her family had said. Hannah Horka, 57, who was the vocalist for the band Asonance, died on Sunday, according to her son, jean Rick. She had voluntarily exposed herself to the virus when her husband and son, both vaccinated, caught it before Christmas, Rick told Public Radio. She decided to continue to live normally with us and preferred to catch the disease than to get vaccinated, he said on Monday. Two days before her death, Horka posted on social media, I survived! You didn't. It was intense, so now there will be a, there will be the theater, sauna, a concert, and an urgent trip to the sea. <laughs> an urgent trip to the cemetery, you mean? Proof of vaccination or recent infection is required to access cultural and sports facilities, as well as for travel and for visiting bars and restaurants in the EU member state, which is facing a sore COVID count. Well, one less. One less. Her son said, I know exactly who influenced her. It makes me sad that she believes strangers more than her proper family. Uh, yep. It wasn't just 
total disinformation, but also views on natural immunity and antibodies acquired through infection. Yeah, probably a Joe Rogan fan. They listen to Joe Rogan over there in uh, the Czech Republic. Probably. But anyway, <sighs> Hannah Horka, belly up, bing bong. And next up, they're so desperate to demonize those of us mature adults who want to make sure that they get vaccinated to save their lives. So people who are morbidly obese like Meatloaf don't croak in his 70s. So, of course, they have to uh, dehumanize us by claiming we're pedophiles. And the reason we want to vaccinate children is because we're actually raping them with needle and getting sexually gratified by vaccinating children. Like, what the fuck? Oh, so depressing. Let's watch. This is what the kill stream has become, folks. When you turn when you turn these people into GMO people and you turn these people into genetically modified human beings, artificial <laughs> humans, you are raping these children. You are raping them. You are penetrating them. And they get off on it, Ralph. They get off on it. There are a lot of these sick little needle cultists, needle dick needle cultists, and they're getting off. They are, ha they are getting sexual stimulation from the idea of injecting the children. That's what that's what gets them off. When you turn that's these people right, in folks, we're pedophiles. If we want to keep kids safe and healthy, that's the same thing as raping children, is it? Isn't it? What is a false equivalence? Don't know. Never heard of it. Fuck. And uh <laughs> Literally, these people would do anything, and I mean fucking anything except for get vaccinated. They drink in their own P.O. And this guy is inhaling hydrogen peroxide. Because why wouldn't you do this? I mean, sure, it's experimental. Sure, we have no evidence this works. But uh, don't want to take the experimental job. There's been a lot of articles saying, oh, this is terrible for you. Don't ever do this. Don't ever uh, don't inhale ever do this. Uh, don't do it. nebulized uh, hydroperoxide. It is bad for you. Uh, but if a doctor is going to go on and actually say to do this, uh, you know, I trust in the one doctor. Uh, again, I forget his name, but uh, I posted videos. Yeah, the doctors say don't do this, but I trust the one doctor who says do do this. I can't remember his name, but, you know, I trust this guy. I can't remember who's against what all the other doctors say. I'm a genius, yo. We the people. Uh, Mercola has a conversation with him. Um, in a, a Rumble, I think they're also on BitChute, where they talk Bit about shoot. the guy's been doing this since the 90s. Now, he oh, also great. utilizes uh, uh, iodine, oh. um, puts like a drop of iodine into the into the medicine bottle here. Also bad for you. I haven't tried that yet. Don't I'm going to try, try it. it. Don't uh, do this. I'm actually going to someone order and see the iodine that they're recommending, I think is uh, it costs like nine bucks for two little bottles or something like that. So, again, there are different ways to do it, but I find that Don't this is the it. easiest way. Plus, you got it like, you know, in the fridge and it's ready to go. So, whenever I go to a rally or I'm going to a restaurant or I went to the movies the other night and stuff uh -huh. like that. Uh, Great. And, you know. So, I this is why you don't go to rallies or to the movies because plague rats like this stupid son of a bitch are sitting next to you. Stay your ass at home, people. I don't ever wear a mask. So, shocker. Uh, not that they help, but. I, the first thing I do is I come in and I put one of these on. You iron also, your nose? I don't have to wait for that. I, to be honest with you, uh, when I get up in the morning, I do this. Mm -hmm. And, and since masturbate. then, I haven't been taking uh, any antihistamines. 
anything like that. I haven't been taking uh, any cold medication. I haven't had any like congestion. Um, my sleep has been a lot better. Um, I, 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 and I attribute it to this because it's the only thing that I've done that's been really different. So um, nebulizer, 80 bucks, 90 with tax. Uh, I would say eight to ten dollars for for the uh, food grade twelve percent hydrogen peroxide for a hundred bucks. I think it's it's worth it. And again, like I said, I, I I went to the movies the other night in Pasadena. You don't have to show a vax card, and we didn't wear masks, and uh, we're in the you know in there with a bunch of you know vaxed out people shedding all over us and everything like that. Even though they got masks on, I put you know first thing I did as soon as I got home as I uh, hit this it takes about ten minutes to to go to the end here. And uh, you can watch TV while you're doing it. It's not that it's only a hundred dollars, folks. Or you know, you just could get vaccinated, which is free and actually works. But uh, hope you make the list, fucko. Can't wait to say deleted. And I skipped that one. All right, that's all my uh, my Corona, folks. What time is it? Oh, we're making good time. All right, let's check the super chats real quick. Hit the like button, fuckos. Do it, like button, all of you, like button right now. For some reason, I couldn't send a super chat last time. I tried, so I have a double one. Cool. Thank you, Stabby Kitten. Good to see you tonight. Appreciate it. I'm here. Milo died of C19 and was an anti-vaxxer and anti-masker. I just covered that. Agreed. Thank you for the fifty dollars, Ben. Ford says they co-opted William Wallace and the Punisher, even though the former was fighting for actual freedom and the latter was taking vengeance on actual organized crimes. Yep, the Punisher, I doubt, would hate the uh, the, the modern-day cops very much. You heard here, Nick Fortuessis. I already read that. All right, cool. More Super Chats, please. Now we're moving on to one of my favorite segments called What the Fuck? What the Fuck? And first off on What the Fuck? Did you guys see this one? Live on the air. She seems kind of manic after this happens, but I don't fucking blame her, folks. I'll be manic if this happens, too. This lady gets hit by a car while she's live on the air. She kind of handles it like a pro a little bit. What the fuck? Now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this, water main breaks. Oh, my God. Yeah, you just got hit by a car. I got hit by a car, but I'm okay. Uh-huh. I just got a... hit by a car, but I'm well, okay, Tim. That's the first um, for you on okay. TV, Tori. We're all good. I'm okay. Yeah, you know, that's live TV for you. It's all good. I actually got hit by a car in college, too, just like that. Wow. I am so just glad like I'm okay. Yeah. You're okay. <laughs> You're okay. We're all good. This is, uh... Oh. You know what? It's, uh, one sure woman you're okay, We're good, Tim. Ma'am, you, sure you okay? are so sweet and you are okay. It is all good. You know, I. <laughs> oh, Lord. So you. You know, it's my last week on the job and I think this would happen. So you were bumped in. To me, Tim. Were you bumped down low, Tori, or were you hit up high? I couldn't really tell from the looking. Oh, I, I, I don't even. Do you know if I was bumped down low or up high, sir? I just saw you disappear. I don't even know. I don't even know, Tim. I my whole life just flashed before my eyes. Oh, but this happen. is live TV, and everything's okay. I I thought I was in a safe spot, but clearly, um, we might need to move the camera over a bit. Yeah. So let me do that while I'm thinking in, of it. Now, t- just to set oh, you stage you for know? you once again, Tori's in an area right now where there's been a water main break, so there are emergency <laughs> vehicles around there. And a lot of times, what we have seen in those kind of situations yeah. are. In, when emergency vehicles are around, there's a lot of confusion from people about drivers about where to go. So it's possible people that's get what distracted there. a little bit. Yeah. 
Sorry, you didn't even see oh, the Oh, God, that woman. Yeah, that man is a robot. He was just nonplussed by the whole thing. I'd be like, oh, my God, you just got hit. Are you okay? What the fuck? But that guy's just like, oh, wow, that was unusual. Dude, get a personality. But, yeah, she was a trooper. You know, she was a little excited, but that's the way I'd be. Like, first off, you're on live television. A lot of thoughts going through your mind, like, am I okay? And then, plus, oh, my God, this is probably going to be seen by millions of people. I need to make sure I say the right thing right now. But she was super cool about it. Good on her. I hope she receives positivity for uh, her response to being hit by a car. And next up on What the Fuck. Folks, I'm starting to think that Tucker Carlson is trying to make crazy people commit mass terrorist attacks. Now, he's going to say, he's going to pretend like, oh, that's not what I want. I'm actually saying I don't want this to happen. But the way he's phrasing all this, it definitely seems like he's trying to inspire somebody to bring down the government by doing another Oklahoma City bombing type attack. Let's listen. But the public knew better. One borderline personality type responded to all this by buying fertilizer and fuel oil, and in the spring of 1995, blew up 168 people at the federal building in Oklahoma City. It was awful. Imagine if something like that happened now. We would never recover. Violence against innocence is always wrong. It's always tragic, no matter who commits it. It's not a political question. It's uh -huh. a moral question. It's an absolute. But in a political environment like this one, but. where the people in charge are already salivating at the thought of going full Soviet, the U.S. as we know it would be over right away. Our core freedoms would disappear overnight. We would be enslaved. That would be a disaster on top of a disaster. So far, there is no suggestion that that will happen in this country. In the face of vicious provocation, cruelty, and persecution, conservatives have remained calm and nonviolent. And thank <laughs> God for that. Let's sincerely hope they stay that way. Literally, he's saying, hey, if there's another big terrorist attack like Oklahoma City bombing, the entire society would collapse knowing that there are tons in his audience who want society to collapse. They want to set this shit off so the war begins. He is not even dog whistling. He's just fucking saying it, man. And when it happens, he'll be like, oh, well, I didn't say they should do it. I said they shouldn't. Don't blame me. They always have a plausible deniability, but it's clear what the fuck he's trying to do. Crazy as shit. And folks, warning, warning. Death is about to happen. Look away. Look away if you haven't seen this or you don't want to see this. So uh, you might be wondering, hey, what happens if you decide to run from the cops at 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle? Um, death. That's what happens. Because people are not expecting a vehicle of any type, even a motorcycle, to come racing up to them so quickly. And uh, wow, well over yeah. 80 miles an hour creeping up on 100 a miles soothsayer. an hour. You She's can see it just the flying by these cars. And it is not only dangerous to those other drivers, but certainly dangerous to this motorcyclist. Uh, you know, these cars, the drivers don't know that it's coming up so fast. You can see, uh, wow, uh, that motorcyclist uh, appearing to kind of stand up there on the motorcycle there for a second. Uh, but, oh my gosh, uh, we have just seen, um, you just saw death. Sorry. We just saw that, uh, motorcyclist yeah. crash. You saw a moron die. Don't do that. I don't even understand why people ride motorcycles to begin with, but definitely do not ride them at a hundred miles an hour, weaving in and out of traffic. Talking about fucking suicidal dude just wanted to bite it. And here is more disturbing footage. Perfect for what the fuck. So uh, 
You guys heard a couple weeks ago, or was it last week, a Pakistani British terrorist took hostages in a Texas synagogue? Crazy. Before he got killed by the cops, he called, I guess, uh, he called somebody in, I guess, one of his, what do they call it, uh, his mom or something in Britain to talk to him, to explain why he was going to do what he was going to do. And the whole thing was captured and recorded. These are the last words of the terrorist talking about, hey, they're bombing us in Afghanistan. They're killing our brothers and sisters there. We should bring the fight to America. Listen to this crazy ass shit, yo. And kudos to the guy trying to talk him out of it. He's a real hero, but uh, to no avail. Hello. Hello. Yeah. What's up?
f***ing cowards but come in the f***ing America and f*** with them if they want to f*** us. They give them f***ing war. That's your life. Anyway, I'm getting off. Yeah, crazy, crazy that they have that recording. Man, this makes uh makes life harder for the decent Muslim Americans that are going to get blowback from this. But that guy did a great job trying to talk him down. And uh, sad. War just causes more war, I know, right? Religion poisons fucking everything. Like, it's really easy to make good people do horribly bad things when they think they're doing it for God. They think they're some kind of fucking heroes. Religion of peace, I know, right? Definitely don't treat Muslims like shit, but if they're trying to spread Islam, it's perfectly acceptable to push back and explain to them why it's horrible and bullshit, just like you would do it for Christianity. And all right, folks, that's my what the fuck section. Now we're going to kick it into high gear, finish off the show. The little section I like to call Trash World, Trash World, Justify Hell is Trash World, Trash World. Somebody said, uh, quit singing, to which I say, <laughs> fuck off, never. Go watch something else. Uh, you do not deserve to watch this show if you do not in- enjoy my amazing singing. Never had a single lesson, so uh, it's pretty good, to be honest with you. And first off, on Trash World, NFTs, folks. These dumbasses just shitting in her eyeballs. So now Trump's getting in on the game. They've made 10,000 NFTs for Trump. Don't you guys want to buy these NFTs? Here's one with him with mussed up hair. Here he is holding the Constitution with a MAGA hat on and Kanye in the background. They can be yours, folks. All you have to do is spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on these digital pictures that literally anybody can copy and use. You don't own anything, but you can, I guess, uh, have a status symbol. And show your friends, hey, see how much money I have? I could just set it on fucking fire for nothing? <laughs> in a world where people are suffering because of wealth inequality, I could just throw money in the goddamn garbage. Aren't I awesome? Suck my dick, society. No, nope, fuck you guys. Embarrassing. But they'll sell every one of these because it's the new con and no one is easier to fucking con uh, than Trump supporters. And uh, prepare to be disappointed, folks. Guess who is now in on the NFT grifts? Serena Williams! No, Serena! No! Even she has decided to shit in her eyeballs and show how much money that she has that she can just throw it away on fucking nothing for this ugly-ass picture. Probably paid a couple hundred thousand dollars for this. And I can just look. Save link ass, save! Oh, I can click on it first. Click on it. Save link ass, save image ass. Boom! I had this picture forever. For free. Look, I got it! I have exactly the same thing that she has for free. And she just spent $100,000 on this. But like I, like I said, they're just trying to prove that money ain't shit to them. That they would rather burn it than give it to good causes. As some kind of morbid status symbol. And this kind of shit should be mocked and ridiculed. These people should be social pariahs for doing this. For shitting in our eyeballs. Fuck them. And what's hilarious, folks, is these people that buy NFTs, they're starting, some of them are starting to realize it's a fucking grift. So apparently Twitch or Twitter has decided to allow people to use NFTs as their profile pictures. Now, anybody can just right click on these and download them, upload them as a profile picture. But apparently you can uh, link to your, I guess, uh, mint is what they call it. 
your number on the blockchain and get it to post the NFT. But all you have to do, according to this guy, is download anybody's picture and then mint it to the blockchain yourself and use it, which is an extra step. You can just download it and upload it without any of that bullshit. None of it makes any sense. But he's like, there's actually a major problem with the new Twitter PFP feature. It appears to work for any NFT in your collection, not just verified collection. That means someone can just right-click, save any NFT, mint it, and then use it as their PFP. You were so close, Twitter. Literally anybody can just right-click on any picture and save it and upload it. This is nothing. It's a con. It's a scam. And it's a way for rich people just to put it in our fucking face. They don't give a fuck about us. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck everything about that. And speaking of scams, Ponzi schemes, apparently Bitcoin and crypto has been crashing. Buy the dip, idiots. It's just gambling, folks. Yes, yes. You can make tons of money on Bitcoin. And you can lose tons of money on Bitcoin. Apparently they have lost $1 trillion in market value over this latest crash, folks. I'm sure some people have gotten rich as shit. Those in on the scheme have gotten rich as shit, but the majority of people who have been conned by their friends and their Facebook acquaintances to buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. Yeah, you dipshits. You're losing all your money. Might not want to do that. And uh, sad, sad in our trash world, Louis Anderson, who I liked, died of cancer. Apparently he had a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I've been watching Louis Anderson since I was a kid. I grew up on stand-up comedy, and he was one of my favorites. He was a clean comedian. Didn't punch down. Always seemed like a great guy. And uh, I don't know how many of you know this, but he also played the mom. Very convincingly played a female character on the uh, show Baskets with Zach Galifianakis. He won an Emmy for this. so nice to have all the family together. So did a great job. Funny character. Like, pulled it off. If you're like an older, obese man, you can kind of pass for an older, obese woman. Seems like long hair. So, uh, gotta miss you, Louis Anderson. Thanks for all the entertainment. Like I do. Hope there's an afterlife. I don't believe in one, but I hope there is one, and I hope you're there, and I hope you're happy. But I appreciate you. I'm sad that you're gone. And, uh, next up. Oh, I'm gonna skip that one. I was gonna talk about Matt Walsh talking about, uh, CRT, um, but I'm going to go ahead and skip that one. And uh, Folks, all right, we're going to finish it on this one, folks. This one, I'm going to admit, I'm covering this next story because I'm kind of jealous, but I'm also kind of like, I'm trying to think of the word. I don't know, disappointed is not the word. So I'm going to whine a little bit. I know it's not attractive, but uh, so here's the thing. Hassan uh, Piker had Christian Walker on. You know, Christian Walker is probably the most unlikable person on the planet I could think of. Just an incredibly, he posts racism, transphobia, homophobia, just a right-wing dickhead. Yet if you're a horrible, horrible fucking person, you can get on Hassan Piker's show. Me, like, I know this is whining, complaining, I don't want to do that, but, like, I run an animal sanctuary, I, I gave up a ton of fucking money to speak out against the alt-right pipeline, gave a bunch of my audience, and none of these guys will have me on their fucking show. But if you're a giant dickheaded piece of shit, if you're one of the worst, most unlikable people on earth, they'll have you on there. And yes, I know that some of it was like dunking on him. 
But they were also like playing little silly games with him. And regardless, they're ducking him or not. This helps him. He has more Twitter followers today than he did before he went on Hassan. He has more YouTube followers before uh, now than he did before. When you have people like this on your show, it helps them. And so this is what it's like in our society. Even people like Hassan Piker, if you're a piece of shit, he'll platform you. Here he's here. He is uh, playing uh, little little games with uh, Christian Walker. Defending you here, right here. Herschel Walker's son, Christian, is black, gay, young, very smart and very independent-minded, and he's going to be driving liberals absolutely crazy for a very long time. Do I not drive them crazy? Do I not drive them crazy? I don't crazy? think so. Oh, Hassan, you, you are so... Crazy? You're out of control then. <laughs> By the you way, are... first of all, the G words that you won't fucking associate with, like, they love you. Like, Oh, the, I know. They come up to me on in West the, Hollywood the and they'll be like... The... The, they're like, don't tell anyone, but you're so funny. And no, but that's like, it's like camp. Uh, they they consider it like well I, mean, I love them I love them I, I just want to let them know don't put don't put that rainbow on me but love y'all and you're cool but you're not cool just because you're gay you're cool because you're fun whatever um love Glenn I don't but I'm not you ever talked to Glenn you just ever, like, on Twitter like that yeah like I responded adore you so much thank you son okay. are you jealous I gave you your own compliments. Oh, thank you. That that no, I'm not. I'm not jealous. I just like the Glenn thing is different. He just like constantly fucking cries about me on his Twitter. It's like very pathetic for a fucking, you know, like Pulitzer Prize winning, uh, incredible fucking journalist that like basically uh, took down the surveillance state to fucking cry about like anti SJW shit on Twitter all the fucking time and and call me a DNC operative. Like it's it's pathetic. Anyway, I'm done watching that. It's kind of, you know, I understand that you have to have controversial people on your show and that's what get ratings. But it's just sad that like Hassan follows me on Twitter. He knows who I am, clearly. Um, but like I can't I've been saying for five years, I'll go on any popular streamer show and I can't get booked on fucking anything. But if I were to start saying the N word, they book me fucking immediately because this world continuously rewards bad behavior, even though people are on the side. It's kind of, you know, I understand it, but also at the same time, it's kind of a tra trash world, in my opinion. But anyway, I like Hassan. Hassan's fine. I'm not really trying to shit on Hassan too much, but it does irk me a little bit that these people won't give, not just me, but like even like all of these people should have people like uh, uh, Vadim. Vadim should be on every one of these shows. You ever seen Vadim on any of these shows? Why book the worst fucking people and give them access to your millions of viewers i just don't i don't know anyway that's my show folks hope you enjoyed it let's go ahead and read the super chats to finish off please hit the like button before you go current viewers one what the fuck happened did the show end i don't know what the fuck happened okay whatever i watched the sound piker site it was worthless in terms of getting to the bottom of breaking down opinions but effectively but effectively legitimized him i know right Gave him a platform. People were like, hey, he's not as bad as I thought he was. He came kind of funny. And Hassan was being nice to him, so he must not be that bad. And now he gets thousands of more Twitter followers. And, and of course, people that hate Hassan, too, will see him on there. And they'll follow him because, hey, if Hassan doesn't like him or try to duck him, he must be cool. So it just benefits him all the way around. Never stop singing. I won't, Lauren. Thank you for supporting the show. As long as you guys keep supporting me, I'll keep doing it forever. Appreciate it. Hit the like button before you go, guys, please. Remember to the Bay grew up two miles from me. Yep. Some crazy ass shit. Tucker Carlson trying to make it happen again. You should move to Buffalo, New York. More of your people. I actually like Mississippi, but I thank you. I appreciate that. Hydrogen peroxide becomes a nerve agent when inhaled in concentrated amounts. Shh, don't tell them. Rip me, loaf. But F is anti-COVID masking. Yeah, he was kind of a douche. I did like listen to his music growing up, though. It reminds me of my dad. 
Um, paradise by the dashboard light. You gotta do what you can and let mother make you do the rest. There ain't no doubt about it, we were doubly blessed. Cause we were barely 17 and we were barely dressed. I remember all that shit. Alright, I'm hearing Meatloaf die. Yeah, I read that. Alright, cool, 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 folks. I'll be back on Monday. It'll be here in a couple days before you fucking know it. I hope all of you have a good weekend. Oh, got a couple just because you're dusty. Hey, thank you, Selena. Good to see you tonight. I appreciate you. And Transylvania Turf, finish of all $10. Very generous. Definitely appreciate you. You guys, do something fun this weekend to think of me. I love you. Yeah, I love Vadim, too. I will see you guys on Monday at the usual time, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Be sure to follow me on Twitter if you're not already doing it. Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One, Cult of Dusty One. There is a link in the description of this video. And people have asked me, hey, Dusty, why don't you release an audio-only version of this show? I do. I've been doing that for years. It is on my SoundCloud. There is a link in the description of this video on my SoundCloud where you can listen to this show audio-only if you want to. You can also search for me on Spotify. I'm on Spotify. I'm everywhere. So if you want more Dusty, you can get it, folks. Love the shit out of you guys. See you Monday. And as always, till next time, Logic, fuck yes! Now we're going to play another original song by Dusty Smith called Killer from an 80s Movie to play us out. See you guys Monday. Have a good one. Thank you, Gabriel Montoya. Also, become my patron. Patreon.com for Seth's podcast. Link in the description of the video. Hook me up. Help me out. Patreon, motherfuckers.